Welcome to That's Joy, the podcast. I'm your host, Cece Calbanero, and I'll be sharing stories of miracles, God moments, and unpacking the truth behind what joy truly means. My friend, when God gives you a direct call on your life, be sure to answer it. Here's to answering my call together. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to That's Joy, the podcast. I'm your girl, Cece, who is in the driver's seat today. Uh, We do have a very special guest, which I cannot wait to dive into, but you know we love to kick off every episode with a little joyful noise. So on this day, I need to tell y'all about the story that I shared on my Instagram stories and then my TikTok account. I talked about a God moment, and it was so, so sweet, and I just know that I have to share it with you guys in case that you missed it. So pretty much, I don't know if y'all are like this, but I will have just a bunch of returns sitting in my trunk of my car for longer than I would like to admit. I try my best to like source through the stuff and pull it out of my space, out of my closet, out of my home, and then it just ends up in the trunk for weeks and weeks on end. So pretty much there were two bags back there that honestly had like really great stuff in it. Um, I thought about taking it back home and like giving it to family, but I was like, oh, it's going to be too much to travel with it, put it in a carry-on, all that jazz. Like, you know, I'm just going to go bless someone. So I had the very intention of going and, you know, allowing the Lord to highlight someone to me. But then weeks and weeks went by. I finally decided, you know what? I'm just going to go to Goodwill. I'm just going to drop it off so that I can check this off the list. It's been too long. So I end up going to Goodwill. And as I'm driving there, y'all, I literally think again about how awesome it would be to directly just bless someone with all of these items. And I thought, man, how cool would it be just to really have just a high schooler or a middle schooler under my wing that I could just bless with these things. Um, I just recall so many moments of my upbringing where I was able to have that type of influence over me that I just feel so compelled to be that person for someone else. And I haven't quite found um, that exact person yet. I know there's different nonprofits and such like big brother big sister which I really really love it's something that I want to grow into during my time here in Nashville um but in this interim I'm driving there I'm thinking about who I can bless and I'm like dang you know what someone at Goodwill will just get it and hopefully they'll be able to buy it for cheaper and as I'm pulling into the parking lot I kid you not I see a family there's three kiddos and a mama and the oldest literally looks like she's probably in eighth grade or freshman in high school and I thought to myself oh my goodness can you imagine Cece if you just gave it to her how cool would that be and then I have felt the Holy Spirit nudge me and say no 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 You can imagine it. Now go give it to her. So in my mind, I was like, gosh, I don't want her to, I don't want her mom to think anything. I don't want it to come across weird. I just want to bless them with these things. And then I felt again, another prompting from the Holy Spirit saying, just go bless them. The only person being weird is your thoughts. Now go. And so y'all, I literally run up to this family and I'm like, hi guys, I have some stuff in my trunk and I'd love to bless you with it. Um, if you want it. And I realized that the mother didn't speak English. So the oldest daughter starts translating what I just said. And they're like, oh, 
do you want it, you like for free? We could just have it is what she asked back. And I was like, yeah, I was just going to bring it in there. But I, if I could just bless you guys with it, then I'd rather do that. I walk over to the back of my car, y'all, and just see the bags that I'm taking out a couple items at a time. And um, one of them was an awesome purse. And I was like, yeah, you could have this. I think it looks so cute on you. And just having like a mini fashion show, the younger girl was a little bit younger. And I was like, I don't know if you could fit this yet, but this would be so cute. And the mom, again, is so taken back. And she's like, we could just have it. And I was like, yeah, it's all yours. Like, I just want to bless you and say, God bless you too. And I hand up all of these things and I just see the posture of their hearts y'all just change in a position of just like utmost gratitude and it was in that moment where I just was so grateful that I listened that I listened to the prompting of the Holy Spirit and I think so often we get those opportunities but more often than not we ignore the nudges And I needed to share that because that's what this podcast is all about. It's to remind you of all of the nudges that you have in your day-to-day. And more than anything, like if this podcast does anything, my hope is that it it would allow for more nudges to be answered, more God answer, like calls from God to be answered. And um, man... I'm just so grateful for that day and a prayer that I have found myself in this season is, Lord, highlight who you want me to bless today. Highlight the person that you want me to pause for, to stop for, to pray for today. And while I'm not perfect and I don't do it every single day, it is something that I'm reaching for because I just want to be in a position of serving and loving everyone around me to the best of my ability. So, That is your joyful noise of the week. I just need a cut to the chase and introduce you to today's guest because she is incredible. I know that you guys are going to be beyond blessed from this episode. You will laugh, you will cry, you will be inspired, but more than anything, I I pray that you would lean in. Just lean into the voice of God in your own life. I love you guys and I hope you love this episode. You guys, I am so overjoyed to have the queen, Sarah Girl, in the house right now. I knew that we had to be in person because... this because this you already tasted it of our energies together just feel like the room's gonna catch on fire or something there's just so much goodness and um I have long awaited for this episode because I just know that she is like a fire powerhouse she's gonna pour into y'all today so just buckle up and like get ready for that Sarah we're so excited to have you I love you thank you for having me I'm like so honored like even before I knew you personally like I just knew who you were just because of who you are and I'm just so grateful to know you and honored to be your friend and so excited to be so here so sweet. I love you oh my gosh this is gonna be a whole lot of love a yeah. whole lot of laughs yeah. and like you're gonna learn some things too so yeah. um I just want to kick it off for the people who aren't fortunate enough yet to know you in real life and to know your story yeah. will you just kind of let the people know who is Sarah girl and yeah. when and how did she find God yeah, so, um, yeah, so my name is Sarah. I, um, maybe move it a little bit closer. Sorry. Closer, yeah, really? Yeah. Wow. I've yeah. never, yeah. <laughs> no, I gave Cece permission. There's like, a, a, there's like a volume where you can like turn down the volume. So I was like, if I'm getting like really excited and really loud, you can like have full permission yeah. to casually just reach over and just turn down the volume. Bring down the doggle. We're going to bring it down to a level one. <laughs> 
don't fall for mission. Also, whoever's listening, maybe turn it on just a little bit. Uh, Holy Spirit's still going to work and move. In Jesus' name, thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Will we get through this episode? I have no idea. It's like intro 25 minutes. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, really. Okay. okay. So this is what I love about Cece. And yeah, the second we met, we were like, wow, like, we do this both together and now like separately and now we're doing yes. together and it's so fun. So, um, yeah, so my name is Sarah and I, a little bit about my story is I, um, two years ago, this is what, uh, middle of 2022. So two years ago in the middle of the pandemic, I, um, my husband asked me for a divorce. And so, uh, we were living in Fort Lauderdale at the time. So I, uh, left where we were living and um, just prayed that the Lord would just open doors for me. Like I had kind of drifted from him or to be honest, I don't, I was born and raised in a Christian, Christian home, but I knew of God, but I didn't really truly know God. Mm. And I don't think that I even really knew that I didn't know God. I thought being a Christian was just doing the right thing or like I knew I was doing something that I wasn't supposed to do but I didn't really know why yeah and so that really impacted my actions and I just looked to everything and everyone around me to fulfill me and um instead of going to Christ so anyways all that to say in the middle of 2020 um my husband asked me for a divorce I prayed for the Lord to open doors for me to just move forward in whatever path that he had for me instead of searching for what I wanted because everything that I thought that I wanted was taken away from me I thought you know you grow up, like you get married, you have kids, like, you know, and now it's like, nope. So I was like, okay, Lord, what do you have for me? So he opened every door for me to move to Nashville. My friend Anaka that I met through Instagram literally was like calling me and was like, hey, like actually like I'm going through a big life change. Like I'm thinking that like I need to move. And I was like, actually, I'm literally signing my divorce papers next week. Like, do you want a roommate? Like, where do you want to go? (laughs) She was like Nashville. I was like, the Lord put Nashville on my heart too. So let's go. We moved within, I think it was two weeks of that like phone call. Like within a month I was divorced and in Nashville. Like it was crazy. Holy moly. Um, so fast forward a month after I moved here, I find out I'm six months pregnant. Like I wasn't really showing a whole lot. I thought, you know, maybe I was just, you know, getting a little thick. I was eating mm. chilies, like triple dippers <laughs> every day. <laughs> I oh love it. It's like a little like appetizer platter. Oh yeah, girl. I love chilies. <laughs> High school. That was like, you're like, no, girl, no, ch- no, no, that's actually, no, I, I love chilies. And you're like, no, yesterday. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am down for chili. So anyway, so, Amazing. um, so, um, yeah, take a pregnancy test. I was like, that's weird. I haven't really gotten my cycle in a while. Everybody asks, but I just didn't really have a, like a regular cycle. So I didn't think anything of it. I was going through stress. I was moving, you know, I was like, no big deal. Yeah. Six months pregnant. So anyways, so fast forward, I have my son and I am struggling with you know, single motherhood, I'm healing from divorce. I'm like literally having to just surrender everything, like my income, like where it comes from, like what I, like, what is this? Like what my life is nothing like what I thought it was going to be. So what are you doing here? Like, you know, just so far beyond my control that that's when the Lord finally got my attention and was like, I'm like, what do I need? What I need the Lord and only the Lord. And that needs to be like my total source of everything. So um, the Lord calls me to share my story on TikTok, which wow. is terrifying because at this point, even being a single mom, 
I'm thinking, you know, well, I want people to know that I'm, I I was married, you know, and then I got divorced or I want people Mm. to know. And the Lord starts revealing to me all this pride that was coming up in me. It's like, um, what does it matter? Like what you did right or what you didn't do to get yourself in this circumstance? Like all that matters is me and like what I'm going to do in you and through you. And I had to be like, okay. Like, and so instead of like feeling this need to like share, like, what was done wrong to me or whatever for me to get here. It was literally just me being like, this is where the Lord has me right now. And he wants to use me, not just, I'm not a victim. I'm not like, you know, uh, uh, again, like I'm not a victim of my circumstances. This isn't something bad that happened to me where I'm like, oh, like so-and-so left me or like, you know, and I'm just doing my best. It's like, no, the Lord's going to use me and like empower me in this season right now. How is he going to do that? And he's like, share your story on TikTok. And I'm like, okay. Which is so crazy to me how he is so faithful to grow you and strengthen you when you allow yourself and Mm. ask him to. Because I even struggled with the title of single mom, you know, a year ago. And now I'm like, no, the Lord like has such purpose and intention. This isn't like, oh, like a little step back, but like, it's okay. Like, no, like what we are walking Mm. through is to prepare us for what he has for us, period. You know what I mean? So I share my story. It goes viral, like mega viral. I start sharing how my roommate, you know, is literally helping me raise this child and um, mega viral. So here I am, half a million TikTok followers later. Everybody knows my story that I was once so like ashamed of, you know, or at least wanting people to know, you know. And um, yeah, so that happened. And through that, I started my ministry just literally connecting women who are like, I don't feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be. I feel like the things that have happened to me or like the fact that I feel unqualified is actually holding me back. And I'm like, no girl, if you are feeling unqualified, if you are feeling unprepared, if you are feeling like the things that have happened to you have held you back, that is a lie from the enemy Mm. wanting to keep you from what the Lord was preparing you for. He's trying to keep you from walking into what the Lord was trying to prepare you for through all of that. You survived, you're here. It's time for the next thing. And the enemy knows you're so close. And that's why he's like, you better let this hold you back. Because you made it this far. You can't keep going because then you're unstoppable. So once I knew that, Mm. I was like, Satan, not today, Satan. Like, you're not going to get this one. So, so yeah, here we are a year year later. And the Lord, I I am writing a book. I got signed to an agency to write a book. I uh, have this ministry. And the Lord is just really... I'm walking through a season of surrender even right now, but it's so yeah. beautiful. And um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Oh <laughs> my gosh, you guys, if you aren't holding your breath the entire time, like is all of that, wait, did I just hear that correct? No, no you heard all of it correctly. No. <laughs> my therapist, literally when I went to like a therapy session and told her like all this for the first time, she was, her mouth was open, like dropped. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, wow, that that's a, that's a lot to unpack there. I was like, yeah. So where do you want to start? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining yeah. as a listener right now, y'all are probably like, wait, I have so many questions no, about no, the details no. about everything. And hey, this might not be the only time Sarah's no. here. So we could just dive in. But I'm thinking like, man, oh my gosh, there's so much to that. First of all, like the divorce and just having that 
that moment. That's just such a huge thing in itself. My parents are divorced. My older brother went through a divorce. And I always said, and I've shared this on the podcast before too, like, man, I don't even fear death because I know, I know that heaven is for real and I know where I'm going. I fear divorce because there's just something about a surrender in a relationship Mm -hmm. where it's 50-50. And like you contribute half, they contribute half and you meet in the middle. And it's, it's just so wild to me. So the fact that you navigated that so beautifully, in the best that you could right in the time you're probably like I'm an an ish show and I I am barely having my head above the water but then to find out then you're pregnant and then the questions arose as you're saying it for probably the third time that I've been able to hear you say it I'm just like how like did you not get your period the first month and you're like wait let me just go check real quick or something you know at that point I'm like nothing is like I I, it was the last thing on my mind like and you know yeah it was the last thing on my mind I wasn't even thinking about it which honestly was the Lord because there had to have been some symptoms some something Mm. but even the way that my body there's a book called um your body um what's it called what's it called um there is a book called um oh I can't remember the name of the book now but um it's a it's a it's a book about how your body literally will like how your body responds to trauma Mm. and so literally like once I found out I was pregnant, my I literally relaxed and I was showing almost immediately. But l- without even wow. realizing it, my body was like keeping tight. I was sucking in all the time. Like, you know, like I yeah. just was not even aware, which yeah. is honestly, I remember breaking down on my Instagram stories after announcing because I'm like, mm. I'm six months pregnant. Everyone's like, this is not real life. Like I was like, this only happens to crazy people on TLC and not was- a crazy <laughs> person on TLC. Like what? Like what? But I remember crying and being like, I have been in such a state of survival mode for so long. I, and even now my heart is breaking because I know that I'm not the only one who's gone through this. Like Mm -hmm. I haven't even had the opportunity to even pay attention to myself and what I need and what my body is trying to tell me, Yeah, you know? And so... Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that so much because you're right. There are people who have gone through it, Mm -hmm. you know, and we just think that like, oh, that's like one in a million when it's like, oh, wait, hold on. That just happened. Um, Gosh, there's so much to that. And then Inaka and like me knowing her now, like how beautiful of a friendship and just a testament to like the way that God loves, like how y'all have been able to show up for each other is beyond beautiful. And then you were recently in a magazine, right? Yeah. Yeah. Women's Day literally featured. So through all of this, when like some of the videos were going viral, especially the videos of Inaka and Harv, and then people began to unravel the story and be like, whoa, like this is actually a beautiful true life story of somebody stepping in to fill the place of somebody who honestly like really should be held responsible to be here but is choosing to just peace out and somebody else is literally coming in to take the place and like take the weight of that and um so I I made friends with this woman um Kate Glazier who has a platform called Hope Rises News and just constantly is sharing like inspiring uplifting stories so um she did a feature on this magazine and chose like Miyanaka's story to be featured and yeah it's just crazy the way so cool that God uses you have to send stuff. me the link so that yes. the peeps can check it out yeah. after this in the show notes because yeah. that is just so incredible there's so many things that I love about Sarah and honestly <laughs> y'all we were at a friend's birthday dinner when we met yeah. initially yeah. and I remember you just asked such intentional questions and I love that from the gate in any friendship I'm like yes you were an yeah. intentional you dive deep yeah. we go below the surface yeah. real quick yeah. and I love it yeah. and so we were going back and forth sharing each other's stories Mm -hmm. and I just was like 
wait, 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 how? And she had basically shared everything that she just shared with y'all. And I was like, that is incredible. And the thing that I admire just like so much about you is how driven you are, how on fire you are for life and for God. And you truly have a heart of gold despite all of the things that you have walked through. Like it feels like you are quite literally walking through blazing fire and you still came out in who you are today. I just imagine like I'm having kind of a Holy Spirit moment as I'm looking at you right now because I just imagine you're like sitting so beautifully right now. And I imagine you're sitting on top of all of these different like stones or something, just like a stack of all of the things that you've been through and like how you're able to hold your your posture so high and so well. And beyond that, your heart posture is even more beautiful than like who you are it's just incredible and I think it's such a testament to the scripture of James 1 2 like considering it all joy all of it joy and I I just need to know how the heck do you choose to walk with such authority like even from Jump Street when you started explaining your story there's such an authority in your voice of you really understanding I think so many people want that so badly and they just want to know how can how can I live in that posture more what does it look like to actively like lean into that what would you what would you say to that girl first of all that it was not this was not always the case yeah you know yeah um the Lord really had to convict me and pull me out and maybe even allow certain things to happen to humble me and uh allow me to accept this and walk in it as opposed Mm. to trying to hide from it. Because I think to a certain extent, we all try to hide the fact that we feel like we're not enough or we're not good enough or we're not ready. Right. And so so I believe that God is so kind and I'm just so passionate because everything, truly everything that we've walked through that the enemy has tried to tell us holds us back has literally been preparation for something bigger, but the Lord had to reveal that to me. Mm. And so when it comes to joy, um, it's a fruit of the spirit. Yeah. It's not happiness. Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily even contentment. Like it is literally a, an overflow of the Holy spirit working in your life. And that is so like convicting to me, you know, because yeah. it's like, who are we without mm. Christ and who we are with Christ is everything. Yeah, You know, and I just am just constantly so like humbled and overwhelmed and convicted because we try so hard, even when we're like, we get to a really good place with the Lord and our relationship and we're getting in a good, you know, routine of reading the Bible every day. Like we feel like we're good. And then we try to take a step out on our own strength, thinking that he's been preparing us to walk out, but he never is preparing us for walking out on our own strength. It is always drawing us closer to him and walking with him always yeah and I think that's where we get it wrong you know and um anyway so the fact that joy is a fruit of the spirit and literally recognizing like I'm not going to embody the things that are going to point other people to Jesus unless I myself am finding Christ as my source unless I myself am getting my strength finding my identity in Christ and that's really where it all comes down to for me is knowing that your circumstances do not dictate where your joy comes from what you've walked through like your relationship status how much money is in the bank and you know what how many people do we see that have it all and they are so unsatisfied and Mm. so unhappy people take their lives 
all the time because they acquired everything that they thought that they wanted or needed and they're so unsatisfied so it's like where do I go from here you know and so I consider it I truly consider it pure joy to be able to say I have nothing but I have everything in Christ and that is that is the posture that our hearts should be in all the time and I'm honored to have literally had the opportunity to have nothing so I can truly experience it. And now it's just about stewarding everything that he gives me and everyone that I meet and just, again, just being an overflow of the Holy Spirit so other people can experience what that looks like too. Yeah. Gosh, that's so good. I'm literally imagining right now. I don't know if you've heard that analogy before, but like a slingshot and how God has to kind of take us back, but only to propel us even that much further. And it is through that, that resistance, through that stretch that feels so uncomfy. God, why am I going backwards right now? This feels so wrong, but Mm -hmm. little do you know that propel and that like momentum that Mm -hmm. he's going to launch you into, you just can't even imagine it for yourself yet. And I'm sure you're sitting even one year later that's not even a lot of time really like so where how much growth for you has happened in the last year I mean can we just talk about that for a second like your growth is tremendous and I just think about the the woman who's listening right now who's like man I I, want to reach for growth too you know but you just every day it's a choice right yes and that's the thing that is so cool about God is he doesn't have a timeline. Mm. He doesn't have this end goal that it's like, you're working towards this. So like, so, you know, and, and when you surrender and I've seen it in my friend, you know, I, when you surrender every day and when you walk in obedience every day, the mm. Lord is faithful to perform miracles. He really is. And I said this a few days ago on my stories. I don't want my goals. I don't want God to help me get towards my plan. I every day want to surrender and say, what I have is yours. What do you have for me? Because what he had, and that's where my ministry came from, the name of my ministry, Abundantly More. It came from Ephesians 3.20 that he's going to do exceedingly and abundantly more than we can ever ask, think, or imagine. We can't even imagine it. We can't imagine it. Why would you want your plan? Because you know that his plan is so big that you haven't even thought of it yet. You know? And we get so caught up in ourselves thinking, oh, I haven't made it to my plan, so I'm not good enough. Heck, no, you haven't made it to your plan because God has something bigger. So surrender what is so pressing on your mind right now and lean in and you know, we're all so busy. There's distractions in life. There's relationship struggles. There's kids running around. I have a toddler. So it's like, you know, and, and those things truly have nothing. They're not holding you back Mm. and they're not helping you get where the Lord wants to take you. Yeah. It's literally just all about obedience to him and what he wants to teach you in the moments when you're sitting in your kitchen, when you're sitting behind a podcast microphone and you don't know who's going to listen. You don't know who's going to see you. It Come doesn't on. matter. God sees you and he's opening doors. He's fighting. He's working on your behalf. So you don't have to truly. It's like you, and you can't even imagine that until you start walking it and you're like, okay, he's done it before. He's going to do it again. Come you know? On. So it's like, Come you, you, you got to surrender. And then once you see it, you got to be okay. He's done it before. He's going to do it again. He's done it before. He's going to do it again. He's faithful. He's so faithful, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I, one of my favorite things that you just said is 
talking about circumstances, I think a lot of people find themselves in that victim mentality yes. of saying yes. like, woe is me. Yes. That was really, really hard. Yes. And I don't want to discount what you've walked through, yes. friend. Like I, I know that everyone has their own, yes. like quite literal story. Yes. Um, but I think that there's so much power in that authority that we were talking about at the top. Like yeah. you get a choice every single day yeah. to lay it down. Yeah. That's a choice. Yeah. And saying, God, I don't know, but I know that that's not your plan for yes. me. Yeah. And I'm going to decide otherwise. I'm going to lean into your word I'm going to lean into your voice and I'm just going to be listening so that I can obey because I know that your promises live on the other side of that yeah that's so freaking good Sarah my gosh (laughs) I'm like getting I don't know about y'all but like my heart's racing because I'm getting so fired up right now I think that there's just there's so much to just that trusting I get curious too like you had to I've been thinking a lot about like goals and growth. I'm reading um, Leader Shift right now by John Maxwell. And he's an incredible example of like what it means to reach for growth and keep Christ at the center in the forefront of your life. I think a lot of people in the world reach for growth and they don't actually put God first. And there's a difference there. But I think about you. Have you always been this way? Like when you were in high school and in college, like have you always been growth minded? Because I just think that there's so much of your character that has just been so refined and beautiful. And I just think that it takes work to get to a place like that. Yeah. So I was homeschooled. I'm the oldest of eight kids. So I've kind of always been like leading the pack. I did not know this. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I love that. (laughs) Yeah. So it's kind of, I've kind of always just been able to just really be like free and explore and just kind of like make life what I wanted or need it to be. And again, like just kind of being a leader to my, you know, younger siblings and um, actually right before um, God's timing is just so perfect from like, whoever is listening to this, like, I need you to receive this. Like his timing is so perfect. Like those things that are happening to you, like the desires on your heart, like the thing that you feel called to, the thing that you feel pulled to lean in, write it down, take Mm. one step at a time, just one step. You don't need to necessarily plan out the whole game plan. The end goal, the end goal is going to be so much bigger than you can ever imagine. If there's something on your heart, take the next step right in front of you, right before Um, my husband told me he wanted a divorce right before COVID. We had no clue that, you know, what was going to happen in March, 2020. So at the end of 2019, I felt this like stirring in my spirit and I wasn't really even walking with the Lord. That's why I'm like, when people look back and they're like, I could have done this differently. I wish that I had done this differently. I was not in surrender to my life, to the Lord, like I am now at this time, but he was moving in my spirit to pursue Mm. um, personal development. And I actually started uh, marketing myself as a confidence coach online. No way. um, Before, before, like six months before COVID even started, before my husband asked me for a divorce. Like, so I was already moving in that direction and pursuing just, um, just again, just, just stepping out of, um, old habits and old mindsets that were holding me back because people can get a little bit woo woo about mindset and growth and things (laughs) like that. But honestly, I'm not available to be, um, used by the enemy, by, by, by my, uh, by my own personal thoughts and Mm. beliefs about myself to be held back. So I'm not walking in the fullness of what God has for me. right? Right. Like it comes from identity, like finding your identity in Christ, but also you have to recognize how like your brain, like your body, how you were literally like 
it's human nature to want to stay where you're comfortable, to Come want on. to stay in what you think you know best. But yep. it, with God, it's a constant surrender. And it's like, okay, you have so much available for me. Am I available to walk in what you have for Come me? So personal, personal development did a lot of that for me. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah, so that's really where my growth like journey took place six months before all of this went down. And then the rest is kind of just baptism by fire, you know, <laughs> and just being like, okay, like I have tried this part to do it on my own. And <laughs> And I'm alone now and I have a baby. So what do I do, God? Right. And really from there and, and counseling, I, I you know, I, I went to therapy. I even actually went to intensive. A lot of people don't know this just because the timeline's crazy. It's like, wait, you were married and then divor- we signed our divorce papers. I yeah. found out I was pregnant a month later. We actually got divorced um, six months after that. But, you know, in my head, but uh, a week before my son was born and right before we got officially divorced, um, we went to intensive marriage counseling. The pastor oh, wow. that married us actually was like, Hey, like, this isn't cool. Like you guys yeah. are literally like about to have a baby. Like, are you willing to work on this? And I was like, absolutely anything to keep, yeah. you know, give my child to parents. So we went to intensive marriage counseling and, um, just so insane how two people can walk through the same circumstance and have a completely different mindset and wow. have a completely different outcome. And so even through marriage counseling, I learned that you have no control over somebody else. Mm. You, that person might die. That person might leave you. That person might, you never know what's going to happen with that person when you're in a marriage, whether you're in a marriage or you're, they were like, the best counseling is literally counseling where you understand that you have no control over other people. So, you know, and, um, that's what I walked away from with that was like, wow, like all I have is Christ literally like even in marriage, like it's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful picture of sacrifice and, uh, just, you know, love. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, what we have and what we truly desire and crave can only be found in Christ. So I feel like that for me, it's like, okay, am I available for the fullness that God has for me? What's holding me back and just Mm. being willing to be vulnerable and real with myself and write down, okay, I'm afraid of failure. I'm afraid of people literally looking at me and being like, wow, like that person didn't want you. Like this business didn't work (laughs) out. Like you're just really like not, but again, and just recognizing how the enemy loves to just lie to you. And if he's lying to you, it's because he knows how powerful you are. Come on. So I'm like, "Mm -mm, you ain't going to get me today, Satan. You know, (laughs) sometimes he does, but the quicker you train your brain and your body to be like, we're not going to stay in this place. We're going to honor our feelings. Exactly. Like what you just said, honor the things you've gone through and, and recognize what, you know, has been a stumbling block in the past and, and take healthy action to working through it emotionally, spiritually, whatever. Yeah. But being available for the fullness that God has for you and recognizing that it's not going to come from anything you do or you say, and it's literally just going to come from obedience and surrender to him. Gosh, that's so good. Thank you so much for sharing that. I I mean, even parts I am like, guys, uh, isn't she amazing? <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, it's that vulnerability though. And I love Lisa Harper shared this yeah. before, but she said on her podcast once, like if we're not bringing things to the light, we're keeping them in the dark and yep. the enemy has a grip yep. there, yep. you know, yeah, absolutely. and everything that you just said right now is another version of you bringing it to the light. And so I think so often we forget about the exercise of literally doing it again. And you're not like intentionally like I'm bringing it to the light today, you know, but you're just, you're practicing vulnerability on a daily basis. It's like who you are, you know, it's showing up authentically wherever you go. And I think a lot of people have even utilized that word, overuse that word, I guess you can say. And, um, it's become a little bit desensitized, but truly like you are so authentic to like who God has called you to be. And I see that because it's like, 
who you are online is who you are in person and you're almost more fun in person because you you get a little bit more of the ghetto dose you know what i mean listen i was raised in broward county i got my hoops on i love me some chilies listen if i can make it out of broward county if i can make it you know like god is kind god is is kind god is so good oh my gosh okay wait we need to take a second to just highlight mini harv because i i keep thinking about your joy and it's one of the biggest reasons why i needed to have you on the show because I'm like my gosh that Sarah that like who she is that is joy and I just get so excited I can quite literally cry I'm gonna not cry um thinking about Harv and the man he's going to be simply because of the way that you live and the way that you show up every single day and it (laughs) it's like it's so wild because it reminds me of the scripture um I think it's in Matthew. I was trying to pull it up here, but for, for more the mouth speaks, wait, no, it says for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Yep. I'm going to say that again for the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. And while you're explaining such hard things, these are insane things that a lot of people will never experience in their life. And you're just, you're, you're talking about each of them. And yet there's still, there's still so much joy as you speak. I don't know if you guys can feel that, but even just being in this room right now, it's just like, there's just something about you. And it, I believe is like your overflow Mm -hmm. because of your obedience to Christ and the way that you choose, because it's a choice always the way that you choose to walk in your life. Your overflow is joy. And that's dripping onto Harv. And he is a little sponge who gets to absorb it. And the man that he will be because of it gets me so excited because, man, he's going to love well. He's going to treat a woman so well. And the little character that he is today, I mean, he is just, he's you. He's literally you. It's crazy. It's so, so cool. So I I get so curious as a mother. um, I know that I have hopes to be a mother of many someday I'm sure there are people who listening who either are mom or they wish to step into motherhood someday too um God willing of course for all of it but if there was like one lesson if you only can get like one lesson to leave him what would that lesson be um honestly something that really changed how I um look at motherhood was um I can't even remember who said it now but your children are not going to do what you teach them they're going to do what you do Oh, and say that again. Hold up. (laughs) Listen, something that changed me and how I look at motherhood, which is such a big responsibility. And honestly, for anybody that's not a mom, it should be a way that we live life and just recognize how powerful who we are is. Your kids are not going to do what you teach them. Your kids are going to do what you do. And I was so convicted by that because I had, you know, you're Googling all these things of how, there's so many things, so many things. So many things, uh, so a, many you books. You pregnant, you become a mom. I only had three months to prepare. People were freaking out. They're like, oh my gosh, have you done that? I'm like, Harv didn't get no prenatal. He was drinking margaritas in the womb. Like, oh and listen, God. he's doing great. He's, you know what? The Lord can cover, you know, the Lord covers everything. But listen, he, people are looking at you. And they're mm. not even really listening to what you say. And I know this isn't answering your question yet, but even Pastor Henry uh, Seely at church the other day said, when you are walking in the spirit, the spirit is so faithful to mm. literally translate what you are saying to be exactly what somebody else needs to hear. And that's how they preach on Come parenting on. as well. They're like, listen, you can read all the books. And you know what? Yeah, are there? we all have, you know, 
trauma and, and things that we're healing from. So yeah, maybe some of these things can really help, you know, with us implementing healthy habits or whatever. But truly, like if you are looking to embody Christ, mm. what better parenting is that? Yeah. You're going to respond with the fruit. Of, you don't have to tell your kids to be nice to somebody, but a, a kindness is the fruit of the spirit. Yeah. So they're, that's how they're going to behave. Wow. Um, but the number one thing that I would teach my child is, or that I'm, I'm teaching hard is um, about his identity. Come you know, on. who you, who you are with and who you are friends with and what you have and what you do for work and all of these things mean nothing Yeah. if your identity is not found and rooted in Christ. Because mm. if it's not, everything that you seek, everything that you strive for is going to be, even if you don't realize it, it's going to be subconsciously to fill a void in your heart, in yeah. your spirit that only the Lord can fill. Um. I actually just did a poll um, for my for my girls in my community group a few days ago, and um, you know I put what are you afraid of? just to get to know them better, and yeah. um, what do you struggle with? And almost everyone said fear of failure, fear of not being good enough, wow. fear of you know launching my thing and then being rejected. And the Lord just like put it like so on my heart, like we're striving for something that doesn't exist. We're striving for perfection when we're actually striving for worthiness we Mm. want to feel like we are enough you know we're not afraid of failure we are afraid of people thinking that we're not good enough it always 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 is an identity issue that's so good so yeah that's like if I can teach you who you are in Christ and teach you and point you to the word where I believe that God is so faithful to literally speak to us through the living breathing word of God I'm going to be in my prayer closet. You know, I know it's not easy. Maybe you got older kids and you're like, they're acting a fool and I did not teach them that. Listen, stuff happens. I've strayed. You know what I'm saying? But I believe that there's nothing more powerful than a praying woman, a praying parent. Yes. And God's will will be done. You know, everybody's story is different and we are not in control. God is in control always. So just receiving that for myself and teaching that to my child. And um, yeah, even as a single mom, you know, it's like, yeah. I don't have that partner that's going to be like, you know, right. the, the, the extra, you know, strength and grace when I need it, you yeah. know, like quite literally I have been depending on Christ as my husband and my hands are open to receive, <laughs> you know, if you got a brother, if you got a brother you got, out there, if you, if you got a kid, you know, you know, like I am so, my hands are open to receive. I believe that God's working on both of us. He's going to bring us together Amen. and hard, hard to have a dad, but you know yes. what, in the meantime, Christ truly is like covering everything and yeah. being the extra just pouring out that you don't have if you are just seeking it from him and available to receive it. Sarah, that might be your next book after this one. Yeah. That is really freaking good. I love you. And I think not enough people talk about that. And I didn't, I, you guys, I've been thinking of these questions before and I have no idea what her response is going to be. And I just don't know if I pictured that. I don't know what I pictured, but I'm like, that, that's it. And that's a lesson that we can run with right now if we have children or not. Like we can be teaching ourselves that. Maybe we weren't taught that. We weren't fortunate to have a Sarah as a mother who just gets to pour into us in that way with that knowledge and that heart. I I get it. Like 
not all of us have those cards, but we get to make a choice Mm -hmm. today and to lean in and discover and unpack even more what our identity is in Christ, in Christ, because then everything flows from that. And I love how you said that. Like, it's just so freaking true. Okay. This is a question that I ask every single guest that is on the podcast and you've dove into little tidbits of what joy is and all of that. But I just need to like clearly ask, what does joy mean to you? The most like simple, clear, concise way that I can explain what joy is to me is just an overwhelming, never ending source Mm. that we get, like you said, to choose to pull from and dwell in. And honestly, like a state that we get to live in, it can be constant because Christ is constant. The Holy Spirit is constant and joy is a fruit of the spirit. I'll say it a million times, but joy has nothing to do with your circumstances. Peace has nothing to do with your circumstances. Kindness has nothing to do with your circumstances. Patience. Come on. I know that has nothing to do with my circumstances (laughs) because... You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, it's something that we get to choose to receive and participate in. And I'm just so grateful. Yeah. That it truly has nothing to do with our circumstances and everything to do with being reminded of the gift that salvation is to us and that we get to receive the Holy Spirit and Mm -hmm. we get to go to heaven and we get to not just go to heaven, but spend time with God here on earth. Like I'm just so grateful. So that's, that's what joy is. Oh, I have like full body Holy Spirit chills. I want to cry. I want to laugh. I'm feeling it all. And that is literally joy. Like that's it. And that's why this podcast exists because I just want everyone listening to know that, to know that like it isn't based on our circumstances. Sarah, you have blessed us like tremendously by sharing your heart on this podcast and just the way that God's moving. And I think that like you said at the top, man, he's using it all for good, for good, for good, for good. And now look at where you are. You're sharing it everywhere you go. You're sharing your story and you're shining the light of Jesus everywhere you go Mm -hmm. because you're sharing your story. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, if people are just like, all right, this Sarah girl, I need to be where she's at let us know like how can we show up for you what's what is the abundantly more tell us everything yes yeah so I'm over on Instagram um I haven't really been on TikTok in a while and it's kind of hard to like get messages and whatever there so if you want to connect I'm on Instagram it's my full name Sarah Grace Hallis and um abundantly more is a ministry that I lead that anybody can join and that's where I show up I actually go live and do bible study every single morning so you get a little tidbit of just you know holy spirit to to start your day I know we all need a little extra kicks why I love this podcast why I love you and um, I just wanted to be available to just share what the Lord was putting on my heart every day so um, and just connect people together you know yeah. and just recognizing it that's all we're God created us for community and it's so cool you know and that's why the enemy tries so hard to keep us from being vulnerable and being real and and having really good deep authentic friendships yeah. because he doesn't want us to experience the power of them. So um, that's the Abundantly More community. Find me on Instagram. <laughs> shoot me a DM. Find the link in my bio. Join the Abundantly More community. You can go to AbundantlyMoreCommunity.com and um, just join there. And um, 
Yeah, I'm just so, I'm just so grateful good. that you had me here and that I got to just share my story. <laughs> I'm so grateful that you are here. And you guys, we have to show her love and support. I'm going to drop all that she just said in the show notes. So go check it out there. Sarah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Thank <laughs> you. You're the best. Yay. You guys, was that not an incredible episode or what? I am still smiling from ear to ear thinking about how rich that conversation was. I mean, Sarah's testimony and her character and who she is is just such an incredible example of Jesus. And I just am so grateful that we get to do life here in Nashville together and that y'all got a dose of her incredible goodness from this episode. So thank you for hanging. I would love nothing more than to hear what your favorite part about this episode was. So if you would shoot me a text and let me know exactly what that is, you can text me at 615-813-4813. And by the way, that number is so open and available for you to text me about any podcast episodes that you want to hear moving forward. Is there a certain guest that you want to hear from? A certain story that you want to know more about? Man, I am all ears. If you are not yet following me on social, you can follow me at C-C-A-L-B-O-N-E-R-O on Instagram and on TikTok. And you can follow at That's Joy the Podcast on both of those as well. If you have not subscribed, rated, or left a review for That's Joy, man, oh man, it would mean the world to me if you took a second right after this to go do that. It's the biggest way that you can give a virtual hug or a high five in this podcast world. So thank you in advance for taking the time to do that. You guys, I cannot leave an episode without saying if you have even the smallest desire to meet the creator of the universe, or if if you've already been saved, but you aren't truly free, I want to invite you to sit at the table of plenty with me and so many others. I'm telling you, there is an abundance here. There is an overflow here. And he is just waiting for you. All you have to do is let him into your heart right now. He loves you. He wants to meet with you. And friend, I am just so dang proud of you. If you just made this decision too, man, I need to know who you are. Shoot me a text. That number is in the show notes so I could be praying for you. I love you and God loves you. And until next time, I'll chat with you next time. Thank you so much for being here.